We're back with episode three of the Digest It podcast. I'm DG, and today on the Digest It podcast, I have a special guest with me, Bryce Marvel. How you doing, Bryce? Dude, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, good to have you. So I got a few questions. Something you're gonna just talk about the normal stuff I talk about with me, and because I I got a lot of requests from the people that listen that they want to see guests. So, but first, I'm gonna go in a personal life with you. Uh, I know you play baseball and basketball. You work at White Creek White White Creek Lumber Cedar Springs. How do you manage sports, work, and school? It's not easy. I'll tell you that. Um, typically, I. Uh... I, I don't use a calendar. I try to remember things the best I can. And uh, mainly I just, I'll go to work for the day. I'll go in early or I'll do my workout early and then go in and uh, I'll just work work hard. Now I don't, I don't get very much sleep. I'll admit to that. I get maybe five hours, maybe four hours every night, but it works for me. Drink a lot of coffee and we call it good. So you say you work out. What do you like? What do you enjoy? Arms, le- arm day, leg day. Every day is leg day, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Day. Yeah. Um, I love legs. Um, I, I, I don't know why that's weird. A lot of people don't enjoy it. But who doesn't like a good bicep curl, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. So school, what's your opinion on school? Uh, In my opinion, I do not like school very much at all. I hate that it's such a structured and idealistic platform, like, common core i do not agree with very much and i don't i don't like that a lot of the things they teach you like some of them will definitely come like my math class i'll admit it my algebra 2 class i did not think i was going to learn very much and i did not enjoy the teacher like very much at all but i'll, I'll give them hats off man i mean there's some stuff in there that i use in my job almost every day that i should have mm-hmm. yeah and with my job too i used a Five four three triangle, I think it is hey. something like that. <laughs> I use that when we were building decks, and that was algebra two. But so, what's your, what is your favorite subject? Favorite subject? I really like lunch, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of fun in accounting and finance this past year. Uh, the guy was a great teacher. He was uh, he's really fun to talk to, and he teaches you stuff that you need to know. And I learned a lot. Yeah, I think those classes are very beneficial. In my opinion, those should be uh, required classes, personal finance and accounting and all those should be required classes. But I don't understand like the four years of English and stuff like yeah. that and like the four years of math. Like there's some it's very hard to forget stuff in math that's beneficial. Mm-hmm. So so you constantly are playing baseball, basketball and working in at school. Do you enjoy being constantly busy? At school, no, I hate it. Um, I absolutely hate doing homework till 12, 1 in the morning and then being up the following morning. Mm-hmm. But it's what you got to do, I guess. I kind of do it to myself because I take a lot of hard classes because I like to push myself, but it's what comes with it. Yeah, listen to that, kids. Push yourself. Don't slack. It's not me. It's my mom. <laughs> I'm talking to the little ones out there, 10, 11, like my brother. All right, so what's your favorite sport? Favorite sport, man. I, okay, I, I used to be in love with basketball, man. I used, to, I loved that walking to high school. But after a while, I love baseball. It's, uh, it's just my favorite. I, don't know, I just enjoy the game pace. It's, 
it's what it is. Yeah. I mean, baseball is my favorite sport. I just like how the mental aspect of it makes you think more than a lot of other sports. Like football, you just got to know the plays and do it. A bunch of meatheads play football. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like baseball, the odds are against you, too. Yeah. I mean, the guys that are playing in the major league, they stri- they're they out seven or ten times that they come up to bat. I mean, with those odds, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like having a challenge. All right. So – I'm going to get a little deeper on you, try to start to hit home maybe. Uh, If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? Oh, there's a lot of things I'd like to do. I'd go to the MLB, uh, number one, just because there's so many. I mean, if I'm not failing, I'm going perfect game. I'm racking the money. You know, teams would love to have me. That'd be awesome. But, I mean, if you can't fail, there's so many, like, good things in the world you could do. You could – I mean, if I can't fail, I could unite the United States. I mean, with this political divide, I mean, that's terrible. It's not good for a country at all. I mean, talk about Africa. Africa is completely divided. You could you could uh, connect Africa, and that'd be, that'd be nuts. You could end so many things. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, top three, Top three things on your bucket list. This one I could not answer. I was asked these two questions, and this was the hardest one I've ever gotten. For sure, I would love to play Division One baseball. That is, an, that is a goal of mine. I've had for a while. Um, I'd have to say that another big one for me would I would love to own my uh, my own uh, construction company type thing. I would like to do all the trades, be in charge of like electricians, plumbers, uh, vacu or um, not evacuators, uh, excavation crews, and stuff like that. That'd be that'd be really cool. You know. I've literally been friends with you for so long, and I had no idea that's what you wanted to do. <laughs> it's weird, dude, because, like, my mom will be, like, she'll be telling people, like, oh, what do you want to do? And like, no, he's, I think he'd go into, like, some sports management, maybe, like, a little, uh, a little uh, physical therapy. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Well, like, those are some goals. Would you like to go anywhere in your life, like, uh, like, travel somewhere? Like, travel. one place you want to travel. I think a really cool thing would be to go uh, do an, like a, a hunt in Africa. Yeah. Like, I mean, just. <laughs> that's that, dangerous. That's dangerous, man. But that'd be that'd be a lifetime experience. Yeah. You'd see so many cool things. It's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, hunt like a hippo or something. Like, kind of <laughs> yeah. Like, that'd be cool. I don't know. Those things can run 30 miles an hour. I'm not trying to run from that. <laughs> more people die from hippos than yeah. something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, the question I know you've been waiting for. Oh, girls. 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 That was, <laughs> that was my last episode. I want you to give I want you to give your opinion on girls and then I'll ask some more questions about them. Like, what do you want to know? <sighs> What, why do you think they go all go in the bathroom together? <laughs> so I actually I saw a TikTok a couple of days ago about this, and this girl actually made a pretty good point. It's about safety because like if you think about it, so a guy goes to the bathroom, you know, you're not really worrying much about much, you know. But I mean, you got girls out there, you got some people out there that aren't the best thing, and you got a young girl that's mm-hmm. going to the bathroom. I think that could be an issue where they don't really, they're by themselves. I mean, they need someone to help them. I think that's a valid point. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what our other points were, but I think it's also just like, it's just a thing that's like ingrained in being yeah. Like guys do a lot of things that are just guy things. Yeah. And I think that's just a th- thing that girls do. Say boys do make stupid decisions. Girls go to the bathrooms together. That's why they live longer. 
more than likely. All right. Uh, do you think you do you think girls should lead guys on and like vice versa? And do you think I don't know what is your you got any relationship advice for the people out there? Relationship advice. <laughs> That's a funny one. No, um, I think honestly, I don't let I don't enjoy it if somebody led me on and then just said oh i was just joking or like oh i told mm-hmm. my friends i don't think that's a very nice thing to do you're kind of playing with someone's feelings at that point yeah. and you're getting into some issues there but vice versa if a guy leads a girl on i mean i know there's a lot of f boys out yeah there. <laughs> shout out to my boy willie zane <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, i mean i you do what you want to do but there's just i've really focused on like putting myself in other people's shoes i think i try to think that way and i think just leading somebody on wouldn't be the, mm-hmm. the greatest thing to do to someone yeah all right so i know i hope I'd, I'd hope you like girls oh, you, there might be something <laughs> yeah, you're not telling me but i'm pretty sure you like girls i like girls what's your type my type yeah she's gotta be athletic man I uh, okay mean, okay she can't, i mean i i she's gotta be um I don't really have like a hair color or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might say different. Mine's uh, blonde. Come on yeah. now. After you dated Ginger, though. But it's whatever. We'll, we'll go there later. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to say a hair color, but it's got to be athletic. She's got to have. She's got to have the same personality. She's got to be competitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to we got to be like almost the same. Like not the same. Like you have to have some differences, but there's got to be some commonalities. I mean, I have certain both different beliefs that i hold on to and i hope that they're the same in her mm-hmm. okay tall or skinny or tall or short see the problem is you're looking at a six five ginger <laughs> right now yes and um the issue is i'm it's very tough like i'll, I'll just say it out here man it's like trying to find a partner at like school dances and stuff like that man <laughs> it is it is tough yeah because i mean you it, my needs are shot afterwards. <laughs> Can't bend over that long. No, dude. Oh. And, I mean, you'd you'd think I'd like a taller girl, but I don't know. Just something with the shorter girls, man. I don't know what it is. Yes. Uh, you gonna ask the age question? Aren't you? I was not gonna ask age. <laughs> not preferably in my same oh. age bracket. Yeah. I mean, she can be within a year or something, but. I'm, I'm not out here trying to date some underage girls. That's not that's okay. probably a good idea. We don't want to catch cases yeah. here. Um, uh, skinny or thick? Like oh, not oh, not oh, the I, bad thick. I mean, I prefer she'd be thick. Yeah. But I mean, but but like can, how thick? I mean, you can be too thick. Yes. Be yes. You can be yes. Too thick, and you can be you can be skinny. I mean, I think there's a pretty good happy medium mm-hmm. there. But uh. I mean, I'd, I'd preferably like her like that. True. Um, I mean, you're not going to get every per- like a perfect girl no. out of everything. No. You're not going to get a, a 10, 10 A. You know? Yeah. Come on, 10, 10 A plus. <laughs> hey, for all those 10, 10 A pluses out there, I'm, I'm available. Yes. Ladies, Bryce Marvel is single. What's your snap, bro? <laughs> We're, We're not going to say that snap. That's from sixth grade. We don't even. Oh, you want me to say it? I'll say it. It's, it's an old snap. Or uh, follow him on Instagram, bmarv, bmarv21. Bmarv21. 21 All um, lowercase. Snapchat is ballislife212188. 
Uh, you know, that happens sometimes, people. We make mistakes in our lives that we, we wish we could go back on. Yeah. One of mine is my Snapchat yeah. username. <laughs> what does a girl say when they ask you in their, in your, yeah, ball is life 21218? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually funny. So we're, I'm at a tournament today, and this girl went up and asked our, she he was catching a bullpen for us, or catcher was, and she went and asked him for a snap. And he's sitting here like, I'm catching. Like you, you're really trying to get my snap right now. I'm in the middle of the game, and after and she comes. Uh, we all got added by her today. Oh, like she, uh, she added our like all of our snaps. She's like, I guess she found a roster or something. Oh, and I'm pretty sure she saw my username because she on she added me so quickly. <laughs> I was out. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that was. That was uh, rough. Yeah, ladies, add him and hit him up. It's he's cool, bro. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to jump into what I normally talk about. I'm going to go less questions. I'm going to give my opinion, and then I'll let you give your opinion. And I might ask a question to you because you're a new voice on the show. Amani Bates going to Michigan State. Would you like to take this one first? Because you're a no, Michigan you fan. You can go for it. You, can go for it. <laughs> you know, I am – I am in, so enthused that he didn't go to the NBA and chose Michigan State. I know he's only a verbal commit, and he has not signed the papers yet, but I think it's coming because most kids that go straight to the NBA now, you can take a G League contact and, contract and take 500K. Most of those kids, they need the money. They come from poor families, and they need the money to provide for their family. But Imani Bates, his dad is a marketing genius and is basically made money off of his kid and made a whole travel basketball organization made he made his brand so imani he even said he wanted to win a national title and michigan state is the best team to do it <laughs> well i i think that if i was in your place i'd be enthused too but i'm not trying to throw shade at anybody here yeah. like i'm not trying to call him out but i mean i've watched the even guy play a couple of times at tournaments like i'm not going to deny that he's not a good player but the, like i watched him five times and I watched his team get shut down by, I think it was the Indy Heat's B team for their age group, and they played a 2-3 zone the entire time. I mean, I mean, the kids probably – I mean, I haven't watched him play in a couple of years, so I've been playing travel baseball during the summer. But he he's definitely got skills. I mean, watching his highlights at Lincoln, the kid can play. He's not – he's not no – what's it a bus that's going to yeah. come in and have an issue. But he also isn't no Zion Williamson yeah. either. I mean, he's got – He's got areas to improve, and I mean, yeah. he's, he's tall, but I mean, a little more build to his body mm -hmm. definitely be a, he's, a threat. He's like what people say. He's the next KD. He looks exactly mm -hmm. like him, same body style. Look but what he's done. I exactly. Mean, the guy couldn't even bench what was it? Uh, 145. 145. He couldn't bench it. Yeah, he can bench 145 and becomes it. He's scoring 30 points a game right yeah. now. Well, I mean, he's out right now, Bryce. He was. <laughs> he was popping uh, off on the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like I don't know, you haven't you you watched you've watched him before, and I know you haven't watched him in a couple of years, but I know maybe he's grown in that aspect because a lot of young players, a lot of young kids, they don't know how to take pressure. Like, and he's still he's gonna be a junior this year in high school, and he's already committed to a Division One oh, school. Yeah, sure. That's a, that's so much pressure on that kid. I mean, you got to think he's he's already, he's verbally committed to a Division One powerhouse in mm -hmm. basketball. What what they do in the tournament last year or they, didn't they went to the final they went to the final four yeah, like we'll, we'll call it last year because we didn't have one this yeah. year they okay. beat duke and zion williamson so yeah. if okay if 
RJ Barrett makes free throws, they win. But, yeah, uh, hey, look it up. RJ Barrett missed two free throws. They would have won the game. <laughs> Just saying. But uh, I mean, the, I mean that's so much pressure though. I mean, mm-hmm. you go in committing to a college like that. You have to prove that you're there. I mean, he's not even in his freshman season. He's already got to prove that he can play there. Mm-hmm. And you've got all these kids coming after him thinking, you know, this kid's a D1 commit. I mean, I'm going to shut him down. I'm going to lock him down. He's going to be facing competition, mm-hmm. lockdown defenders. I mean, kids are going to be doing everything they can just to mm-hmm. get in his head. Yeah, and I think a big thing was I think Michigan State's going to find the – or is going to reap the reward of – getting a kid like Imani Bates because they just got another five-star, the number 12 player in the class of 2021 in Max Christie. And I think it's insane that he's the same age as us and they're that much bigger and that much better. (laughs) The same grade. I couldn't even even dunk until (laughs) this year really, like, get it down consistently. I mean, these guys have been throwing it down their freshman year. They're over here windmilling. Mikey Williams is over here windmilling. (laughs) 15-year-old. Yeah, Gosh. We're, we're sitting over here shooting, playing, barely making a layup time. <laughs> <at the time. laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. But I will say the Max Christie things and the Imani Bates, I think, kind of hurt Michigan State a little bit because they were looking at Kobe Bufkin, and I don't know if you guys know he is point guard at is it, uh, Grand Rapids Christian. Grand Rapids Christian. I mean, kid's a phenomenal player mm-hmm. to shoot. I mean, he's six six as a point guard. Great ball handling. I think he would have helped them out tremendously. Yeah, but. When you look him up, he's only a three-star recruit, I know. But then I think about it as you get that three-star recruit, you get him for all four years. These two kids, Imani and – Yeah, and they're not going to – and it, you have one one chance to win a championship with them because you know they're leaving after one year. I just – I'm very – I think Kobe Bufkin would have done – I think he's very underrated. In mm-hmm. my opinion. I mean, he's playing for the family. Yeah. And I don't know if the family is a very, very good basketball team. I mean, when I played, we were the – like the – NY2LA team for my group, and we played their 15U NY2LA team yeah. and got beat by 30. Wow. But, wow. Yeah, but, I mean, he's surrounded by talent there. I mean, yeah. Well, because in the past you have Justin Jackson played for the family, and so did Miles Bridges. Yep. And that's two great talents right now, and I'm sure there's many more that I can't Miles, name. Miles Bridges one of the best high flyers in the, yeah. in the league. I mean. Yeah. Yep. All right, so COVID-19, I hate to talk about it, but it's affected sports more than anything in this world right now. So we all seen it coming with schools, colleges, maybe even professionals not having fall sports this year. And we see the first in a domino effect, in my opinion, that it will happen. All Ivy League schools will not have fall sports. And I think that... After this, it's going to lead to multiple other things, and it all has already led to another thing with the Big Ten only going to do conference play if they have a season. That's a big if because a lot of these, a lot of these colleges, like I said in a re- past episodes, they as they come back for workouts, more and more kids are testing positive. I understand that they're providing more tests to the kids, but still, like I, I mean, I know I feel like everyone – Everyone at some point will get the virus. It just depends on how your body reacts to it. But the with the Ivy League schools, they're one, they're the top tier schools with well, s- smarts obviously, not the best athletic schools, but they have a big role in what the other schools do. And since they're the first to do something, I think more will follow, just like the Big Ten has. Yeah, um, I think there's a. Uh... 
a very interesting issue there because yeah I, I understand that people are trying i mean the the government's trying to do their best to keep people safe that's their number one priority but how they do it and i mean how they're what they're or how they do it and why they do it are really mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. um i i found it shocking that stanford canceled 11 varsity sports right there i mean you've got kids that have worked their lives to get there i mean they can't mm-hmm. fencing swimming lacrosse field hockey stuff like that i mean those kids are very good i mean if you're mm-hmm. playing division one or what's stanford division one or, they're division one yeah division one they're very good players i mean if yeah. you're taking possibly championships from them stuff i mean that's just stuff. and it's just like the spring and i understand them all uh, ncaa canceling all spring sports and you take but they granted the seniors re-eligibility this year which also is going to affect recruiting for next year. Kids, they're not going to have enough spots on their team to recruit new kids if the seniors can come back and play their fourth season, but it would be considered technically their fifth season. So you see kids that are graduating in 2020 looking to go play spring sports. They're not going to get a chance to play because there isn't enough scholarships or spots on the team. So they might not even need to hold tryouts or something. They might do it to see if they can get more talent on their roster but that would be about it if they have the seniors the seniors are the majority of the talent on a ncaa division one sports team i've, I've seen i have a personal example there's a kid on the uh, travel team above me right now at the 18 year team he's committed to michigan right now mm-hmm. and he verbally committed but he hasn't he hasn't signed he can't sign yet because he doesn't know if he's gonna have a spot anymore because they're keeping they're keeping a lot of their seniors that they mm-hmm. have. I mean, why would you want a freshman coming in if you can get more talent and a trusted mm-hmm. person out of a senior? Yeah, you know they have the what it takes to be a Division one athlete. These freshmen could be a bust. Not, like not to say that the freshmen can't play. Yeah, it's just you're going with you're going with what you trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, that and then you know I I saw that Ohio State canceled was it everything? They, I don't think they canceled everything. Season. I don't know about that. Like they did some weird restrictions on it, but yeah, I know what but you're I talking mean, about. I think if you're canceling entire fall sports session, I mean, football is just a huge one. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. Like our school that we go to <laughs> is ran by our football team. Our football team makes a lot of the profit that that happens yeah. that our athletic boosters can use. And same with all those schools. I mean, you're packing out the stadiums. I mean, the big house when that thing is packed, you got to think how much revenue they're making mm-hmm. out of that. Just going, I mean, food. Memorabilia, stuff like that. Yeah, and either way, I'm pretty sure whether there's a season played or not, no matter what, everything, every sport is going to lose some sort of revenue because if there is a season, I'm pretty sure, I'm positive there will not be fans. So you're not getting ticket sales. You're not getting concessions. You're not getting merchandise being bought other than online and in other stores, which is going to cause a bad effect, especially for sports like the MLB. They're hurting. It's not only the sports that are being canceled that hurts. I mean, those sports are paving the way for other sports. I mean, mm-hmm. and no offense, but I mean, girls softball. I mean, wasn't near as popular as like uh, men's football, mm-hmm. and that football helps pay for that sport. And so, yeah. if you take that sport out of the way, you're taking that sport out. And I think the only way that they're going to be able to do all sports with the money that they have left is just you spread it out to every sport that's left mm-hmm. equally. And yeah. While that might benefit some sports, it's going to hurt a lot of the other ones. Yeah. And the MHSAA just said for the state of Michigan that they are going to try to do three seasons this next year, which I don't know how that's going to work because 
they took away spring sports. They ended winter sports short, I guess. They ended them halfway through districts. They ended they didn't they didn't have a spring season and now I'm pretty if they wanted to be fair to the kids, I I don't think they should do this, but they more than likely can they can easily just cancel fall sports and that will like we said lose all their money cuz fall sports is it's football season in most schools other than the powerhouses down south well i mean texas is a baseball and football state florida that's more of a baseball state but football makes money everywhere no matter what cuz it's the most fun to watch and it's I don't know. I, I it's not the most fun to play I, in my I don't opinion. Know. It's fun to play, but I mean, no. they're definitely not yeah. playing. No, it's not boring to play. It's just some people find it more enjoyable than others. But it's definitely one of the most fun sports to watch. I just I really don't like how they handled the uh, the sports situation in Michigan. I don't like how they canceled mm-hmm. all the seasons right away. I wish they would have just continued the two week pushbacks mm-hmm. that they were doing because I think that's very unfair to a lot of kids. I mean. They, uh, there was a team that was playing in our district finals that we were watching, and they, they were not expected to go far at all. And they ended up beating a team, and we're going to go play and think the district semifinals or finals. Mm-hmm. And those kids are all hyped up. They're ready to go, and then yeah. you just take a season away from them. I mean, that yep. that's heartbreaking. Or, like, the, our baseball season that we were looking forward to this year, yeah. I mean, we were going to be – We were going to be good. We were going to be a very <laughs> – We were going to be pretty good. Team. And they just – Took that away from us yeah. right there. That, not only that, but you look at your junior year. That is your largest, your biggest recruiting yep. thing right there. And they just took away mm-hmm. junior years for all of that. So. And also seniors, they lost their final yeah. hurrah. They lost prom, graduation, their yeah. spring sports. And I mean, personally, with me, I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think like prom is that big of a thing to me. I mean, graduation is mm-hmm. not that big. But to some kids, it is. It's mm-hmm. what they. I mean, it's what they, they like. Enjoy it. Yeah. And that, that's what keeps them getting up in the morning, and that, I think, has affected a lot of people yeah. in mental ways. I don't think people can comprehend what has been going on mentally, and I don't think that's healthy. But I guess you got to do what you got to do. You can't really do anything about it. I, mean, yeah. I talked to a couple of our seniors this year, and they were, they were going to a couple colleges, or they were just banned out. They were going to some local ones or some, <laughs> you know, in-state. And they didn't like they didn't even sound excited to go anymore. It's like they almost lost motivation for for things. And that's terrible. If you're going into something unmotivated and you don't even want to do it, it's gonna make it a ten times worse experience for you. Yeah. That has a that's a it's a big mental game once when this all hit. It's a you've seen who was st- mentally strong, I guess. But student or athletes in Michigan, uh our football coach sent out an email just to let you guys know we're supposed to be getting an answer between July 15th and July 28th on whether they will have fall sports or they may push it back three more weeks to see to reevaluate again. So those are the two options as of right now. I'm hoping they give us a decision to see when fall sports or the rest of the sports throughout the throughout the high school will be. Well, also to like to go along with the football. I know there's been a lot of talk about the football season and what they're going to do and stuff. And honestly, my opinion on the matter is if you are going to play the games with no spectators, I think that just takes so much of the fun out of the game. I mean, part of the good thing about playing against a rival team or any team in general is just going against the opposition of the fans, the other team, and overcoming that to beat Mm -hmm. them. And I know the – I mean, I guess this ties in, but – our, like, our school is trying to be a very positive school yeah. and 
and I'm all for that. I mean, like, let's not let's not put anybody down, but I feel like that also takes away from some of the fun of the game. I mean, yeah. If you have a, a crowd that's booing you or going against you, I mean, how much better would that make you feel yeah. to shoot to make the game winning three in front of their face? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just it's yep. it's rivalry. I think that's part of the game. I think the world's not fair, and the fact that we're not taking kids yeah. and giving them opposition, I think that that's going to hurt them. In the and you see a lot of these professional athletes. I mean, right when this hit, right when the NBA season got canceled, LeBron said he wasn't going to play unless there were fans. But I guess now he's obviously realized that that's not possible because that he's participating in the NBA restart, which has no fans. Hey, we set him out. <laughs> yeah, which guy? Hey, J.R. Smith's coming in. Henny God. <laughs> He was getting a lot of hate. I mean, mm-hmm. I was looking on Twitter. I mean, people were effing him off and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, did you – they don't yeah, – read what he said. He said, I've got two young kids. One's got breathing issues. And if I get that and I pass that to my kid, that's a real issue you've yeah. got for someone. I think he's – he also said he wanted to have family time with his yep. family. I mean, I, you got to respect a guy like that. At least he's one of the few people in the, guys yeah. in the NBA that actually cares about his family. Yep. You know? Yeah, I get it. And – I think that's uh, that helped a lot of people. The shutdown actually helped more people than I think than people think because you got more family time. I guess I don't know. A lot of people don't like to be with their family. Yeah, I would say it helped mental health. Yeah, but I wouldn't say financially. And oh no. No, 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 no. Very many people, but I mean, if, as long as you know if you're helping each other mentally, that's yeah. Good. Yeah. You can only go 30 minutes, can't you? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just going to let it go out, and then we can finish politics in Q&A at the end. Yeah, so you can chill. I'm going to just stop it here. Now that we ended the sports talk with COVID and Imani Bates and all that, I would like to move into politics. My second favorite thing to talk about, as I said last episode. So Trump's tweets recently, one of the biggest ones – was going against he called uh what's this bubba wallace a coward and because the noose in his stall was a hoax they looked at all the other stalls and they had the same thing but since he is an african-american driver they put it as a noose to get more publicity not gonna say it right whatever and i don't know i think he should have just kept his mouth shut in that situation but i don't really have much to say to that yeah i'm i'm one of the worst people for that i don't know very much about that and i'm one of the people that if i'm not educated in something i don't like to talk about thank you a lot because (laughs) i don't want to be sound like an idiot okay so democrats out there listen if you don't know what you're talking about shut your mouth I respect what you said, your message there, but I mean, they have a freedom of speech, man. Yes. They have a right to say whatever they want. Yeah, but if it's not right, it's pointless. I, there's, there's a, uh, Mr. S- our English teacher this year. Yeah. Our, for our AP Lang, he mm-hmm. he uh, made us write a, a paper on a quote that I liked, and it was, it was I may not I don't remember who it was I think it was Voltaire actually, and he said I may not like what you say, but I will defend to the death. Like that, you can say it. Okay. So the fact, I mean, I understand that people have freedom of speech. I'm gonna let you say whatever you want to say. You can say it, but it doesn't mean that it's right. It yeah. doesn't mean that you should say it. True. 
but I think people should think a little bit more before they do that. That's true. They should think before you talk. So let me rephrase my last thing. Get the facts before you talk, but if you talk, whatever, just talk. I also didn't like how they added that news to the for the publicity, man. Yeah. That is just that is very it's I think it's part of, in my opinion, it's just a way to make Donald Trump look bad, in my opinion. Because they knew he was gonna say something because he has a loud mouth, and I think someone just needs to take his phone away <laughs> so he can't tweet. But I agree with a lot of things that he's done, but I think yeah. some of the things that he said and the way he says mm -hmm. things. But I mean, you're looking at a guy that he's not a politician. No. He came in as a millionaire or a billionaire. Yeah, that. true. Um, and he's different. I mean, mm -hmm. he he says what needs to be said, I feel. And mm -hmm. maybe that's not the way they want to hear it, but. Yeah. And that's like Ronald Reagan was, in my opinion, the best president the U.S. has ever had. And. I know I've done some research. I'm not going to get into any facts, but I think him, I think Trump can be one of the greatest presidents along with Reagan. And you look at both their backgrounds. Trump has been in many movies, Home Alone to Lost in New oh, York. Are we really connecting the best presidents here with actors? Listen to this. this no, no, no. Donald Trump was in the movies. <laughs> he was in the movies. I seen a clip on TikTok. Okay. And oh, Ronald Reagan was a actor, billionaire, just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump isn't an actual actor, but he was in movies, and they have this relatively the same background. They're not politicians, but they, but they they run things in a way that is good for everybody, in my opinion. And another thing, I, so I, I don't. Black Lives Matter, yes, and I think it's what they're fighting for is a good thing to a certain extent. I think that blaming Trump for every little incident with racism is wrong because when you look back eight years, the last eight from 2000, was it 2008 to 2016, you had an African-American president. What, the racism didn't how go many, away. How many black people were shot by white cops during that time and nothing was done? Exactly. And this, that, why, why is it an issue now? That is my, that's my only question. Mm -hmm. And you had an African-American president who didn't do anything to stop racist, racism against his own against his own race. And I think and Trump is doing more than what he did, in my opinion. The only thing Obama really did is take food off of my lunch, but at school, bro. <laughs> I think that was his wife. Come on now, Bryce. <laughs> I mean, it all went through him. Yeah, true. Trying to get rid of those obese kids. No, but come on with that. You're... you're uh greatest president of all time i would like to say i think mine would have to be lincoln because mm -hmm. i think his ending of slavery i mean he ran as a republican i'm pretty sure mm -hmm. yeah he did yeah and he i mean he brought the he and it's he ended slavery but i mean racism didn't end there you had a big issue with the jim crow mm -hmm. laws and stuff like that but he made the step for that and i think donald trump is doing is going to end up in a seat kind of similar to that soon Mm -hmm. Because you have a big division again happening. You're having these Black Lives Matter. You have these peaceful protesters, and then you have like Antifa and these people in Black Lives Matter, which are just, they're not supporting the same mm -hmm. thing. One has a very good message, the other one's not yeah. very good at all. And I think Trump's going to have an issue where he's got to unite the nation again. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very difficult. I don't know yeah. if he's going to be able to do it in his presidency. 
because America is, very, is so split right now. It's not even. I think it it could you could even come to a point to say it was worse than in the 1860s it's, it's when it was a civil bad. war. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go to the extent to say it was as bad as the civil war because we're not at war, yeah, we're not but. I don't know. I think we might even be in a political war, technically, if you want to call it that. I think it's, that's very valid. Yeah, yeah. And this political war may tear our country apart more than what the Civil War did, and that, that's a very that's a possible a very good possibility. And when you look at the these protesters like Antifa, they're going around taking down statues of Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant. They're vandalizing statues. They're trying to get them removed. When those were the people that helped them get free in 260 years ago. I understand the one about Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Because, I mean, Confederate general, he supported slavery mm-hmm. and stuff. I can understand you'd be, you wouldn't really want to be looking at that. I mean, he's praised in the South. I mean, phenomenal general. Yeah. But there's just uh, – there's the thing that you say a lot on here. You say – uh, when you're talking about the shift in power, that America doesn't need a shift in power. Yes. Right and I think that is very valid. The fact that I think you go from a very Republican president who is mm-hmm. shifting, make, putting his policies into the economy, putting his policies into that, and you go, let's say, like someone like Biden got elected, who is complete opposite spectrum, mm-hmm. who would shift the entire way. That's such a, that would, that takes away all the progress that one person made. And sends it right back to where we were. And in 2016, I don't think America was in a very good place. No. Economically, we, uh, yes. socially, I don't think we were that, that well. We were on an we have been on an economic uprise since Trump took office. But now, amid the COVID-19, it has declined because it is not, none of that is his fault. He can't help what has happened in 2020. And that's the only reason we are on an economic downfall. But we were on an uprise. And you can say, he yes. He does have the same economical views as Reagan did, in which you could say it supports the rich more than it supports the poor. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. But either way, the country's gro- the country's economy is growing. Um. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't say he's trickle down economics. Yeah. Yet, okay. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's definitely. It favors the middle class. Mm-hmm. Not. He's not favoring the the, the rich. No. People. No. No. He's favoring the hardworking Americans mm-hmm. who are you know, working in the labor, the labor industry. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing for him to do. I don't know exactly. I mean, I don't know the stats on it, the, mm-hmm. the poverty rate in the United States. I don't know exactly how, to, yeah. what, what it is, but I think that the needs of the middle class would largely, is, I think the middle class is largely or way bigger than the, the poverty rate. Yeah. In there. So with all this, everything that is happening, 2020, the riots, COVID-19, do you think Trump will gain people or lose people from these events? It's a tough one, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that well, Joe Biden made the comment, if you're not black, you don't, you, uh, not, okay. if you don't vote for me, you're, you're not black or something yeah. like that. If you vote Trump, you ain't black. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think that was the best move on his part, but I think that he definitely is going to gain support from that. He's going to mm-hmm. gain support from, I think the people that are watching this and taking a step back and realizing this is not a good yeah. direction for the, the country. But I don't know, because I think in the last election, there was, you know, all the polls by the news, mm-hmm. or, oh, Hillary's going to win, you know, Hillary's yeah. up. And then you you walk in and you see Trump win. I mean, he yeah. didn't win the either vote, but he won what he needed to. Yeah. 
and he, uh, oh, shoot, where am I going with this? I don't remember. Oh no, he, uh, he, I think there's a group that a lot of people in the, uh, the U.S. like to keep their political views to themselves. Silent majority. Yeah, the silent majority. And I think that there was a big turn in that. Yeah. And that's the reason I think Trump won the election was because they're not participating in the polls. Mm-hmm. And uh, The people that yeah. normally don't vote came out and vote. Yeah. And I think with the success that they have seen, I think they'll come out and vote again. And, like, Trump actually just tweeted two two days ago now that he said in all caps, the silent majority, the silent majority is greater than ever. And I think that is very true. Everyone who's rioting and protesting is they're making their views very evident in what they want. And even these star athletes are doing that. Like they're saying the only way you can get rid of the systematic racism is through voting. And I think they are wrong. A lot of the NFL players are, wanting him out they said tyron matthew uh the safety of the kansas city chiefs said the only way to fix it is to vote and i don't believe in that i, I wouldn't blame one person for the yeah. systematic racism it's not his fault if anything this is if it even exists i mean i would argue that there's a little bit of racism so i mean there's definitely you there's people that look at different people and you instantly make judgments that's yeah. just being human you make a judgment about somebody yeah and I, you can't blame this on one man. This goes down back into the Jim Crow laws, which yeah. in the 1960s. That's this is mm-hmm. not his man's fault. Just because he came into office and you do not like what's happening right now, doesn't mean you can pin something on him. Yeah, they don't like they don't like him. It's not what he's they they will never admit that they don't like. They will they will never admit that they like what he's doing because deep down they know they that he is helping. They just will just fight and fight and fight for what they want. I think it's they're they're fighting for the issue, but I think because the left the left supports those groups mm-hmm. a lot, and I think the left have kind of shifted their view, and knowing that I think they started off as wanting the issue, but the left kind of corrupts them into mm-hmm. making it an issue of him, and like oh if he's gone, then yeah. this this happens, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a that that's that's some good points. Um, now I'm I'm gonna end the politics. Yeah, we, uh, we, we can't go in too deep. We don't want to go in too deep. I, I don't. I don't want Dylan to receive some comments. Uh, we gotta. We gotta watch our mouths on here. This is a. This is a PG thirteen child friendly. Are, are we though? <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. Holy crap! I don't know. I, I. I may not give my opinion on this question. You can if you want. It's all up to you because you may get shade from it. You may not, but whatever. If they don't like your opinion, they don't got to listen. Am I right? I say it all the time. Abortion. Mr. Connor Ellison asked me this question. What is our opinions on abortion? That's a very good question. That's a big rising issue right now in the mm-hmm. U.S. Um, I am, what you say, I'm not fully on the conservative side, but I definitely lean towards that. I do not like the idea of, a developed fetus in a, a human's body that can just be instantly killed. Mm-hmm. I hate that the ideal of that. I think that's an innocent life that should be killed. But I also understand that, I mean, there's some situations where a child's going to grow up in and you know it's not going to be beneficial for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to be living a, t- a hard life. But then also you've got people that come out of that and breed success. I mean, there's always the chi- – there's so much potential and possibility with human life. Yeah. And I think I agree with your point on how if you know they're not going to have live in an, a good environment, then early, very, very early, I think action should be taken. No, 
Like, right, if you find out you're pregnant and then you make the decision, you take, I don't know, a couple days to make the decision or right away. And that can be, that is okay with me. But like you said, when it's a fully developed fetus, it's not, it's, it's damn near considered murder. Mm-hmm. It can be in, in a way. I just don't understand what the problem is. Like, you know, my views are different from a little bit of my family's. I'll admit that mm-hmm. I'm a little more liberal than them, or I'd say less conservative, not liberal. But I mean, I don't understand how hard it is to just put a condom on. Like, jeez. Like, uh, just use a cheap birth control. You can go to the pharmacy and get a yeah. birth control and you have you no know, condoms. I mean, they, they don't work 100% of the time. But why can't we just prevent this, people? Like, why is this yeah. so hard? We wouldn't be having this issue. Also, it's the culture of the United States now, man. We wouldn't be having this issue if people didn't go out every weekend. True. And. and Get with a bunch of different people. True. Yeah. <laughs> Thank like, you. What the Thank heck? you, Bryce. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, you are right. Why just, hey, wrap it before you tap it. Am I right, bro? Seriously. Like- Come on now. <laughs> All right. So, Drew Madsen, he requested to be called a top-tier baller. When I, when he- top-tier baller. I like it, man. Yeah. He is a top-tier baller. Kyle G-Jazz. just hit him up, bro. Um. But, Drew, thanks for the question, but it's about Omani Bates going to Michigan State. And you probably listened earlier in the podcast, so we went really deep into that. So, next question. Thanks, Drew. Uh, my boy, Willie Zane. Underdogs for the NBA season. I don't know if he's talking about this the season reboot or next season. Uh, reboot. reboot? Yeah. All right, we'll talk reboot then. Is, are all teams in the reboot? No. No, so I, I twenty-two know, of them. I don't even know who the twenty-two is. out of the thirty teams are in the reboot. Honestly, I don't know underdogs, but I'll tell you, I think it's either going to be the Lakers, the Clippers, or uh, I mean, the I think the Bucks definitely mm-hmm. are going to go far, but I don't think they have the potential to be a championship team. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. The Bucks don't have the talent. Who they have? Their second best player is Chris Middleton. Middleton. I mean, he's all star, phenomenal yeah. player. But he's not like an Anthony Davis and a LeBron James. That duo, Giannis needs another. He needs a Robin to his Batman. Point guard. I mean, Eric Bledsoe, very mm-hmm. strong point guard, very good. He's got a lot of good role players. Yeah. Him. I mean, uh, yep. center Brooke Lopez, I think. Yeah. Brooke Lopez. Yep. I mean, pretty good center. Yeah. But he's just not to the tier that the Lakers no. are, or the Clippers for that. I mean, put PG and Kawhi Leonard together. That and once Kawhi gets into the playoffs oh, and the he's finals, an he's unstoppable. I mean, the Montrezl Harrell is a very good big man. Yeah. Um, you got Lou Williams sitting there. They're all insane defenders, too. Yeah, Pat Beverly. I mean, yeah. He prides himself on his defense. Mm-hmm. He doesn't and, care if he scores. Yeah. He just wants defense. You haven't seen that since Dennis Rodman back in the oh, 90s. Yeah. When it's he was, they rare. They were passing the ball. The no. He would score his rebounds. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, Willie. Hey, yeah, go follow him on Tic Tac, Lil Zane Lil, L-I-L-X- X-A-I-N, Lil. Yeah, bet. Hit up his drippy Pinocchio. Yeah. All right. Best places – Mitch Mativa said this one. Best places in Michigan that you've been to, like, best places in Michigan. I think we got the same answer for this. You want to say it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, bet. All right. Three, two, one. Torch, Torch Lake. Hey. Wow. It is – I mean, I went up there. I, I was I was a virgin to the place. Bryce was a virgin. <laughs> I brought him up on the 4th. 
it was it was beautiful man the water is so clear yeah and the uh the the female surroundings were excellent <laughs> too yes and you were up there on a very good weekend oh it was because good. it was the fourth and every college girl who because it's summertime and every <laughs> college girl was there oh, for sure. and we knew we never had a chance because we're 17. Oh, yeah. But we felt like we did. <laughs> but we felt like we did, so why not try? Also, the best trip, just just because I managed to – how long were we out on the water? We were out there from like oh, 10 till we 6. We were 10 till 6. Yeah. yeah. I was out on the water for eight hours, and I did not sunburn. Yes, no and if you know there. Bryce, he's very pale, and he burns very easily. Two bottles of sunscreen, and I did not burn. Yes. Let's get it. Every hour he applied, and he even looks tan. He doesn't even I, look I, white I, anymore. He look he he he's looking pretty good. <laughs> All right, I don't know. You don't. I don't know. You don't follow the NFL as much, but Antoine Nichols gave me this question. Thank you, Antoine. Cam Newton to the Pats. What do you think of it? Hope it works out. That's all I hear. I mean, yeah. The guy. Why was he really? Was it the big? Thing? It's because of the injuries, but yeah, the Panthers didn't want him anyway. Yeah, because I mean, he was. He's a bit. He likes to promote what he thinks. Oh yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I, you can do that. It's it's your right to promote what you think. Bryce, I think you're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Shoot, I know. Wrong person. <laughs> that's that's a good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll just go on a topic. I hope it works out for him on the pass, man. I mean, he, he was a very good quarterback a couple of years yeah. ago. He's released for injuries. MVP. Yeah, I mean, he's he, – I hope it works out. 2015 MVP led his team to an undefeated regular season, but then future, lost in the Super Bowl to – in Super Bowl 50 to Peyton Manning and the Broncos. But, yes, I really hope it works out for him because he has worked hard. And But I don't know if his ego and his attitude – will work out with the Patriots and Bill Belichick as his head coach because he is so flamboyant. I don't know how much they'll uh, run with that and accept it, but it's only a one-year deal, so if it doesn't work out, they can get rid of him, I guess, and yeah. I, I hope it works out, though. I'm waiting for the first touchdown celebration. He goes at it a little bit, rips over his chest. Bill Superman. Bill Belichick's, yeah, we got to cut him. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. Gideon McConnell. Oh. Uh, Young G-Mac. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, glad your brother's doing well, man. That's a tough, yeah. tough. I'm glad his he's brother safe. got in an accident. Bryce, we got ten minutes. Shoot, there we go. <laughs> All right, thought daughter or gay son? Dude, you can call me a terrible parent, but I'm I gotta go with the thought daughter, man. I mean, <laughs> I just from how I've grown up, and I'm very homophobic. I'll admit it. Um, I I don't that's, think a gay son would be bold. Would be the uh being very good i think you know i hate to see my daughter i hate to see 12 different guys walking into my house with my daughter (laughs) (laughs) there's not much we can do that is a tough question uh yeah i mean i don't know what i i I, this i i mean i have to pick one but so let's hear let's weigh the options here you get a gay son i know uh, i know a lot of gay people and they're super nice guys one of them, one of the gay couple I know, my cousins just adopted a kid. Super nice people. He'll grow up in a nice home. And one of my mom's best friend is married in Hawaii, and he's gay. Super nice guy. And can I, wait, can I add up my statement real quick? I'm gonna, I'm gonna change from what I said. I'm, I'm, I want to take back the homophobic thing a little bit. <laughs> um, I, uh, okay, I'll change it to I, I don't support it. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say that I don't, I don't think it's right. 
but I won't say that I'm not, I'm going to completely ignore you and be completely mm-hmm. sexist and gender, gender against you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to still lo- love you in a, in a way if that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like that made me sound really bad. It, it made you sound worse, <laughs> but Hey, whatever. Hey, Bryce, he likes people for who they are. Um, <laughs> but see, I don't, I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think it's I, I don't agree with it, but like if you like guys and you if if you're a girl and you like a girl, if you're a guy and you like a guy, hey, you do you. You like what you like. Enjoy your life as long as you're happy, I'm happy. So yeah, just live your life. Think about it though, man. Like okay, you see twelve guys walking your daughter. What if you see twelve guys walking with your like down from your son's room? I'd yeah, I'd rather watch yeah. them walking my daughter than yeah. my son. As long as she as long as they're rapping it, as long as they're respecting her. As long as they treat her right. Just, the, just please. Rap. I'm going with that daughter. Right? <laughs> Bryce has a, Bryce has a big opinion on wrapping it before you tap it. Come on now. All right. In the, in the words of my uh, biology teacher in freshman year, I don't care if it's a flat a plastic bag. Just wrap that thing. <laughs> Who was that? You don't remember? I don't no. want to say his name because. Oh crap! I know yeah. who you're talking about. Right That's in the funny. crotch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. What would you do if Biden got elected? This is from Max Batu. Thank you, Max, for asking question. another question other than asking why I fall asleep all the time. That if yeah, for the other ones, Dang, that was him. Top, that's toxic. Yes. Jeez. All right. What would you do if Biden got elected? I mean, I definitely wouldn't like it. I, I'll say that, but <laughs> I'm not gonna do what the they, the Democrat Party tended to do after Trump was elected, where uh, we're going to riot in the streets, we're going to mm-hmm. demand for revotes, we're going to scream and yell and piss yeah. off and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I almost swore there. Close, Bryce. I, I almost did, but I. Uh, you I, held I back. Right. You held back. That's good. Um, I definitely. I don't know. People always say they're going to move to like, Canada if somebody's elected and stuff like that. Like that's that's not happening. That's what. That's what a. Uh, that's what a liberal. That's what a major liberal would do if Trump was real. Is what when when Trump gets reelected. What can we do though? I mean, I don't what know. power do we? Ha- I mean, they say, oh yeah, we yeah. have the power of the vote. I mean, what no. power do we have? Is all we have is we just gotta, I guess, live with it. I guess you can't really do anything about it. You gotta live with it, and you t- play the cards that you're dealt. When life gives you lemon, you make lemonade. Am I the right? One thing I'm saying is he's not taking my guns. Like, yeah, they're not taking my guns. He's gonna have a hell of a time doing that. Yeah. All right. That. So someone asked who is on the podcast and what is the podcast called? It's the digested podcast with me, DG, your host. And today we had special guest Bryce Marvel on. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, kids don't do drugs. Add me on snap DG underscore Greenland. Uh, follow me on Instagram DG underscore 10 underscore Greenland. And Hey, wait, 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 quick comment first before we head out here. Um, just please like, I mean, share this with your friends and stuff. I mean, he's my friend and I understand that I'm a little biased here, but I've listened to a couple of his podcasts. I'm like the only friend that's done it. <laughs> that's and, uh, true. And, uh, they're, they're really good. I mean, he actually speaks his mind. I mean, I, I'm biased, but I, I understand that. And I think it's a very good podcast. I mean, share it, spread it, give the man some love. Sweet. All right, cool. Thanks, Bryce. This has been the Digestive Podcast. I'll see you in episode four.